Welcome to the Impact Investing Podcast from Circa 5000. I'm Matt Latham. And I'm Tommy Gillicuddy. Remember, nothing in this podcast is financial advice, and when investing, your capital is at risk. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. We're back with another episode of the Impact Investing Podcast, episode 48, mm. nearly at the half century, Tom. I think we've got big celebrations planned for the 50th episode. Big numbers. We're doing big numbers now. Huge numbers. Huge, the biggest anyone's ever seen. <laughs> um, big week. Big week for us and the pod. Mm-hmm. So we have, well, when this goes out, we will have launched um, the ETFs, like 5,000 ETFs, long time coming. Came around quick in the end. Um, available via all good stockbrokers <laughs> and listed on the London Stock Exchange uh, when investing your capital is at risk. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of an introduction to those funds yep. and talk about why we've built them. Um, how they've been built and um, what they are, what <laughs> what's in them, etc. And as you know, we've been critical of ETFs, some ETFs. We've been critical of some methodologies. So it's our chance to sort of put our money where our mouth is and and uh, talk about what we've built as yep. a as a solution. So, but Tom, even though it's a special episode, we still have to uh, <laughs> come over for some admin corner. <laughs> Um, admin corner. Um, so please send us your questions at podcast at circa5000.com. Uh, listen to the episodes, Apple, Spotify, like, subscribe, share with your friends and watch the videos on YouTube. Chart news this week. As of last week, we're still in Estonia and Taiwan and we've burst into the Belgium charts. Bit of alliteration for you there, Matt. Wow. This week. Don't not sure if we've been in Belgium before or not. I think maybe. I think maybe. Um but thank you, you know, um to the people of Belgium. Big fans of Duvel, the beer, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um so uh as I said before, big news. ETFs are now live, or they will be by the time this goes out. Um and uh so Wednesday London Stock Exchange, we open we open the stock exchange, the funds go live, um, and we've launched five uh, thematic, impact thematic ETFs. Um, and we're going to talk a bit more about those. But I think first, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, worth recapping on why have we done this? Yeah. So I think the the the, the main high-level reasons as to why we've, we've gone to the lengths of building our own ETFs, our own funds, is that it was our view that there's a lack of credible um, options available to investors in the UK and Europe, really beyond, but you know, the UK and Europe for now are, uh, will be our markets. Um, lack of credible options when it comes to, to impact um, in funds generally, but especially when it when it comes to ETFs. Um, the, the the top active impact funds in the world where you know people are trying to actively beat the stock market, they only tend to be available to institutional investors, so pension funds and family offices, et cetera. And even when they are available, they are at a high price point, the the, the high fees. And so we, we felt like there was no, you know, low cost, high quality impact options available for the average investor, all the way from the first time investor to the institution, really. Um, and it was forcing investors to settle for weak products. So we, we wanted to address all of those kind of components, all those key, you know, um, faults as we saw it with the, with the ETF landscape, with our own fund range. So develop really credible uh, impact ETFs um, uh, coming in at a price point that is cheaper than active funds, but without scrimping on any of the quality that goes into creating a top quality 
fund. And so that's the backdrop as to why we felt we needed to to build our own funds. Yeah, I think the I think the two two things really are you, know, you can split them out. One is that what the funds are, the methodology, what they're invested in. The second is what vehicle for that. Yeah. So, you know, the met- on the methodology side and, and why we wanted to create these, we'll come into exactly the details of how we've constructed them. But I think there was a couple of things we wanted to do, which was get as broader thematic exposure mm. as we possibly could. So the idea that the five funds, you know, cover a broad range of themes and sub-themes, whereas other thematic ETFs out there perhaps just try and do one discrete yeah. theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them do them better than others. Um, and then the the uh, the vehicle itself in terms of the ETF, you know, we've talked before about, I think it was on the last episode, we talked about, you know, how people sort of confuse the ETF wrapper as having its yes. own characteristics in terms of whether or not you can invest for positive impact via an ETF. Yeah. Um, we chose the ETF vehicle because it's basically the best best wrapper. Yeah. It's 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 the best wrapper to trade. Um, and it's the best wrapper for us in terms of being able to govern the fund, et cetera. So I think, you know, there's two things at play. We've tried to create the best impact fund full stop, yeah. and then we've put that in a wrapper, which is an ETF, to make it accessible and easy yeah. to trade as well. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, touching on how how the, how uh, we've built the five, I think last week we talked about um, what uh, good impact investing looks like within ETFs and the two main components being the initial methodology that builds the indices and then the engagement piece. And so we've tried to um, kind of stay true to what we think is the is the best approach on that. And, and, and what we've taken is what we believe is probably the most in-depth impact research on a per-company basis you can find. Um, we've done that in conjunction with, a, with with some research partners. And what we've looked at in each five in each five areas and each of the in each of the themes is the best net positive impact companies in the world. So we look at each individual company through the lens of its direct positives, the good stuff that it's doing, the products and service it sells. We look at um, the steps it's taken to mitigate any negative impacts the company has on the world because every company does. And then we look at the governance and how the company is run. And that basically gives us a score and a net position on each company. And the themes that the, the companies then make their, their way into an indices and the index itself is made up of the best net positive companies in the world that we can find on those themes um, uh, that are directly linked to the to the themes and the problems that are being solved within the within the given within the given investment area, and so that's not normally done within yeah. uh, in ETFs within within the indices. They're either just taking existing indices or tilting indices. This is built from the ground up, yeah. using the research as the driving force as to what makes it into the final index which is completely different to how things are normally done within ETFs. I think, yeah, I think the way I'd put it is a lot of ETFs finish with the place where we started, which yeah. is we started with doing, you know, some revenue screening and some some general yes. screening to try and get ourselves to a position where we take the, whatever it is, 10,000, 12,000 listed stocks globally yeah. and narrow them down to, we got it down to about 500, 600 Um companies that we would then take a look at yeah now normally you'd go normally people would do that screen exercise and then go right well that's the index job done that's the rules um and the reason you do that is because it's quick and it's cheap um these funds would have cost us a lot less to launch if we'd have done that way yeah but the next step that we do which is then right well let's take every single company and via uh data partner impact we, we then 
analyze each individual company in the way that Tom just described, and then only the best yeah. make it through into the into the final um, index for each theme. Yeah. So what you end up with is is a smaller number of companies make it through to the final funds, but what you end up with is is you know that the companies in there are high quality. Yeah. At the same time, we're trying to balance a broad range of themes and sub-themes, which we'll come on to in each fund, to making sure that you've got proper sector diversification within the fund as well. Yeah. And then a, a, an interesting step, and this is a little bit more technical, is you know traditionally in, in ETFs, the index is weighted by a market cap, the constituents, the proportions that yeah. you hold the companies in. But we're taking a blended approach, which is market cap and the impact score. A market cap is the total value yeah, of the, the company. Yeah, the total value of yeah. the company, yeah. Um, and so it doesn't. we don't just have the biggest companies represented the most within, yeah. within it. You have co- big companies, yes, but you have companies with great Im- net, net impact position, which is differentiated as well. Um, and then I think that what we mentioned before was that the, the second big step um, in building proper impact funds is on the engagement piece. And so we're taking uh, an active approach to engagement. We have our own um, bespoke voting policy that we've developed. And so each company uh, in, uh, in the in the ETFs will have um, uh, an engagement approach. We'll be speaking with management on um, things that we want them to do better, things that we want them to disclose, et cetera. And, you know, traditionally, as we discussed last week in ETFs, that's kind of just left by the wayside and is not done. And so, yeah. and it's also made out that almost by the active by community that, do it, yeah. that, you know, if you're investing passively, yeah. i.e. you're tracking an index, you can't actively engage yeah. with companies. It's something we discussed at de- in depth last week. It's it's just simply not true. Yeah. Um, proof is that here you go. Here you we've, go. Bu- we've, it. we've built the fund that's doing it yeah. in an ETF wrapper. So, yeah. Um, you know that is normally a big selling point for active managers. It means we they they present themselves as active both in the stock selection mm. as in in the, in the engagement. I think in the methodology that we've created, you could argue that there's a, there's yes. an active participation in both yeah. sides to this, even yeah. though we're in an ETF structure. The way I, the way I think about it, and I think of what we've built is that the result is we've got the best of active management, which is the research and the engagement plus the best of passive, which is the accessible vehicle and, and the cost point. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of get the best of both worlds. We, we, all the all the, all the the research that um, goes into um, the companies will be published and available online on our website as well. So total transparency from our point of yeah, view. Yeah, we don't, I mean, you know, we're at risk of doing a big plug exercise here, but I think it's, it's something that we've that we've talked about for a long time. And, and, you know, I think it's a chance to sort of see what, what we've tried to create as a solution to some of the problems that we've seen out there. Um, you know, if you want to have a look at these funds yeah. in, in proper detail, you could our website, circa5000.com, and you'll be able to see yeah. the full um, the full list of all the holdings in each fund and all the methodologies broken down in, in more detail. Yeah. But, um, you know, let, let's just take a moment now to maybe run through yeah. the five funds just at very high level, just to give a taste of sort of yeah. what, what types of things that we've... Yeah. Uh, we've built and, and the areas that are covered by the five funds. Yes, yeah, so we've we built five, um, firstly, because we think that taken together, the five funds give total global exposure to the listed equity impact market. Yeah. So they can be used as like a total uh, impact portfolio solution effectively. Yeah. Um, and they can also be used as single line, you know, themes to be, yeah. to be bought. Um, so so what we've spoken about, you know, go back to the very earliest of episodes of this podcast and, and, you know, what we've spoken about from the very start of starting this company is, is one of the key things that 
you should do as an investor is make sure that you're diversified. Yeah. It was important for us when you put these five funds together mm. that you still have a diversified global equity portfolio. Yeah. Effectively, you're not, you're not um, overly exposed to one geography mm-hmm. or to one sector. And in fact, some of the criticisms of investing for positive impact is sometimes that you are not fully sector diversified. Yeah. Now, there are some sectors that are not in these funds for obvious reasons, but we've tried to make by going through the sub-themes, which we'll go through now and the areas that these funds are invested, try to make them as diversified as possible. And yeah. we think confidently that you could you could hold these five funds and have a proper diversified global equity exposure yeah. in doing so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Let's um, let's run through them quickly. Um, or not too quickly. We don't want to speed read. At the appropriate... At the appropriate pace, pace for our <laughs> listeners. Um, so the first one we'll, we'll, we'll talk about is Circa 5000 Green Energy and Technology um, Fund. The ticker is C5KG. Um, and so it's not just a clean energy fund. That is a component of it. Um, it's much, e- much more. It's much, much more. Um, so clean energy is obviously a component of it, but we've, we've also got areas where we're investing in energy efficiency technologies like storage and smart grid technologies. Green buildings, which I don't think you know, is invested in that that often in these funds. So looking at um, green construction, green building materials, things like that. Um, electric vehicles and green transport is is in there as a component. Um, not just electric vehicles, but all the components that go into that. Um, and then we've got a, an area called uh, greenhouse gas reduction. That's where uh, carbon capture and, and storage companies are in there. I think it's that's an emerging area. Really, it is, yeah. it's only a small allocation to that yeah. in the fund right now. Hopefully it goes grows over time. Yeah. that is an area where we've talked about before where there's probably not enough out there to warrant yes. an ETF on its own. Yes. But something where as this fund rebalances over time and as that universe expands, you may find that more of those companies come in. Yeah. So you're automatically picking up those new carbon capture uh, companies as they list on stock yes. markets. I think the other thing just to say here is this is basically a net zero fund, right? So this yeah. is all of the areas of innovation and technology that are going to move us yes. to a net zero. So it's not just clean energy, yes. but it's all of the associated technologies and improvements yeah. that that help you move to a net zero. And um, that's a good point well, that we perhaps should have mentioned before is that, you know, what we discussed last week was that people's perception is that ETFs are kind of set and forget and you can they can never change. Yeah. But we'll be constantly looking and our research will be constantly developing um, for new companies that meet the criteria that can be included in future rebalances and vice versa. If companies no longer meet the thresholds that, yeah. that, that we've set and that we require, they can be moved out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we move on to the next, the, the next one? Yeah. Um, Circa 5,000 sustainable food and biodiversity ETF. C5KF is a ticker. So um, this is investing in, um, People pioneering sustainable agriculture, you know, things ranging from vertical farming to plant-based proteins and forestry management. So we've got the sub-themes that are, that are included here are, you know, agricultural technology. Um, so precision farming, vertical farming, ag tech related things, sustainable food systems, forest regeneration, and nature-based solutions. So nature-based solutions like soil pollution control, um, erosion and flood control systems. These are all, all this information is on our site and on the fact sheets, so we won't read them all out. But again, I think that if you look at some of the other, you know, food and biodiversity funds that are on the market, I mean, some of them are, are constructed very poorly, but I don't think any of them contain the the breadth of sub-themes that are represented yeah. within 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 that ETF. Um, and so there's a lot of really interesting companies and a lot of interesting subsectors that that make up that fund. Yeah. And then um 
Next up, we have the circa 5,000 clean water and waste. So investing in companies uh, driving innovation in water and waste, as the, as the title <laughs> might suggest. On the and in companies developing new tech and systems to protect resources and support the circular economy. So mm. some themes in there are water preservation, so uh, water manage, management and treatment, uh, desalination, those types of things. Um, waste reduction, so waste management, recycling, material reclamation, pollution prevention, um, and then circular economic systems, so um, bio-based feedstock for industrial processes, for example, um, and smart materials, sustainable packaging, those types of things. So, yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot of areas here where there's probably not enough out there to make a very pure play theme yes. on its own. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you combine these things together, um, you've got quite a good theme within that sort of yeah. water and waste area and you, you, you end up with a very pure play uh, ETF. Yeah. Now, I know um, you're not meant to have favourite children, but the next one might be my favourite fund, um, the social and economic it's empowerment. not a recommendation. No, not from an investment perspective, but I'll tell you why. <laughs> social and economic empowerment uh, ETF C5KE is a ticker. So it, we're investing in companies providing so, uh, social and economic opportunities through services such as education, financial services, and using technology. So, you know, educate, education is one of the one of the big sub-themes. So digital education services, virtual augmented reality education, some great companies in there. Financial services, um, banking access, um, affordable credit, microfinance, some really interesting companies that, that, that go into there. And I think that from an impact perspective, it's really, um, it's really evident. The companies in here are driving, you know, immediate uh, impact for people. Um, and I think that we often can forget, I think, how uh, how accessing simple banking services and financial services it has a massive impact on people's economic opportunities in life, and so that's why it's my personal. Yeah, favorite. I mean, I think there's nothing there's nothing um, there's nothing really close to this out there in the market, no. and it doesn't. You know, some of these themes often don't get yeah. airtime as yes. impact themes. Correct, um, yeah. When you start to look at the underlyings and you start to look at the narrative behind why some of these things are in there, yeah. and the effect that something like, as you say, access to um, you know, access to financial services, access to insurance, access to affordable credit, mm. banking services, those types of things. I mean, that's not just what this fund no. does, but it's one of the yeah. areas. Yeah. You start to see how it is an impact area. Mm. Um, so yeah, as you say, one of the, one of the, uh, your personal favorite endorsed, not a, not a financial <laughs> not recommendation, endorsement. um, but, uh, yeah, an interesting fund. Yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to have to decide what order we talk about these in. Yeah, the future. No, we have to we, mix them around, otherwise it looks it like you've got a, a preference. So <laughs> it's the Circa 5000 Health and Wellbeing uh, ETF. Ticket is C5KH, um, investing companies providing cutting-edge medical technologies, nutritional solutions, and access to affordable housing mm. globally. So, um, you know, again, this is one where on the, on, the, on the face of it, you might think, oh, it's a healthcare fund. Yeah, There's some of that in there. So there's, you know, there's, there's healthcare... Um, specific areas of healthcare, affordable healthcare services, for example. But then we've got other areas which you wouldn't necessarily expect to see in yeah. a health and well-being fund, necessarily like housing. Yeah. You know, how can you lead a healthy life yeah. if you don't have proper access to housing? Um, also, areas like care, yeah. so you know, nursing care, uh, rehabilitation care, palliative care, those type of areas. But yeah. also, obviously. Uh, a big area of health and well-being is access to good nutrition yeah. and access to 
clean water and sanitation. Yeah. So, again, um, a load of sub-themes put together that make a sort of very strong impact theme. Yeah. Um, you may think that some of the sanitation thing would cross over with the water. Again, the funds are designed to yes. not have massive crossover. There's very little crossover between mm. the five funds, so you can put them together and have different exposures. You're not doubling up effectively. Yeah, um, yeah. This is another one, as you say, it, it, on the on the on the tin. You perhaps think you've 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 heard of similar ETS, but you know, underneath the underneath the hood, the sub themes that are in it, I think, is really differentiated and covers a much broader you know set of companies and set of themes that that I think are really great from an impact perspective. Yeah. So I think. Uh, that's an introduction to the five funds that are now listed on the London Stock Exchange, uh, as I said before, available through all good brokerage platforms, but also the Circa 5000 app and website themselves, Tom. Absolutely. Um, obviously, for more information, circa5000.com, but also get in touch yeah. with your questions, feedback. thoughts, feedback, mm-hmm. comments, um, those type of things podcast at circa5000.com if there's any specific questions or or points that that uh you know people have maybe we can put together an episode to, to try and cover a bit of a q a on the etfs as well but uh thanks for listening everyone thank you everyone impact investing from circa 5000 Thank you for listening to Impact Investing, a podcast brought to you by Circa 5000. Remember, when investing, your capital is at risk, and this podcast is not financial advice. If you like what you hear, then please remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast.